This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Play the intro. We'll play the whole intro. Let's do it. Cheers, boys. I'm Chase Rolson with Rubline Marketing. Cheers. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey, everybody. It's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey, guys. This is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Mutt from Ball Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. Damn. Working class bow hunter. Working class. Future so bright. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. You're listening to the working class bow hunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunch Bucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody pushes the envelope like working class bow hunter. It's really, really not that good. Working class. Episode 545 of the Working Class Bunner Podcast. Kurt Geyer here. Eric Common and Doug's new replacement. Lee Her. Lee has officially replaced Doug the Mustache Schmidt on the podcast. Some shit happened with Doug and we had to fire him. He actually, he's dead. So thanks, Lee, (laughs) for being here. He died. Um, No, he didn't. Doug actually didn't die. He just got fired about five minutes ago. He conveniently forgot we had a podcast this week. I mean, Um, we've been doing a podcast every week. How long has Doug been a part of it? Four years? Goddamn long enough to remember that we had a podcast this week. Right. I think this is year five. 2017 was his first episode, I think. That's a real fan right there. You deserve to be on the show, Lee. Hey, guys. What's up? Welcome aboard, buddy. Lee knows more about the podcast than we do. (laughs) No, I was just listening back on some episodes. That's the only reason I know. (laughs) All right. We're going to take a poll, um, and we'll listen to the people. We really will. Doug or Lee, you let us know. Um, The more messages we get, we will take in a new host. Um, We'll put that. actually put a poll up on uh, when's this launch? 
next uh, this will launch before Thanksgiving. Okay, let's put a poll up that day that this launches and see who we who they want in studio from now on. Okay, write that down because I'll forget about that. Um, it's tough out here. I'm losing that all day, boys. Yeah, you will lose that. <laughs> you will lose that. But we got some dirt on this boy, so we'll get to that later. Um, uh, updates, Eric. Uh, there's probably a Black Friday sale running right now. Yep, there is. Okay, you're the store guy. So any store questions, merch questions. If you want anything, Eric is the guy behind the store. I'm the guy. Message me, direct message. I don't care. Send an email. I think we have a, a thing on on our uh, yeah, website. Hit, hit I, the contact page. There's a direct form that goes to Eric yep, about the store. Yep. And sometimes I fuck up. I don't put enough stickers in there or something. Hey, shit happens. Shit happens. Especially We're, during deer season because I'm trying to fly through them. And people are going to realize like no clips, no extra shit besides just episode launches got done the last two weeks. Right. It's just that time of year. Yep. Um, so we're doing the best we can while trying to work and hunt and family and all that stuff. You guys know how it is. You guys know, but we appreciate the support. Um, if you would write us a review, give us a five star, whatever, um, just support us wherever you can, whatever platform you're listening. Um, if you subscribe on Patreon, thank you so much for there. We should, um, here soon, get more up on our, uh, Patreon exclusive episodes. Just been hunting season pretty heavily. So we haven't done that. Um, forgive and us. Store updates too. Another update is I think I finally got um, I got a few more things to figure out, but Canada shipping is going to be available Ooh. here Ooh. soon. I've been digging into it. That's it's, news to me. That's big. it's a pain in the fucking ass. Canada sucks my dick. Mm-hmm. Yep, all of ours probably. But I've been trying to figure out because I've been getting a lot of messages about getting shit shipped out to Canada. So I've been working on it. Okay, it it's sucks. Expensive too. It's expensive to ship, so be prepared for that. But the one guy I did a test shipment this week for a guy in Canada, and it was expensive. But he's like, "I don't care. I want the shit here." So cool. Just be prepared prepared for that. That's going to be expensive, but we'll get it to cool. you. Also, the new American made hoodies, dope. The fit on them is good, and they're warm as fuck. They're thick. They're thick. They're quality. Like I don't know what size I got, but it it fits. I don't know. If I, th- I think I have a large and it a fits large. big. Yep. But I feel like I could dry it. Yeah, I'm always weird about drying my hoodies because they get all like balled up on your waistband. This thing is rad. I kind of sh- that one's not going to shrink. I like the big fit of it though, and it's thick. I like it's, it's thick. thick. Like I'm warm right now, but I'm. It, it's just it's the vibe. The the hood is thick. The wind doesn't cut through the hood. Sick ass design on the front. From now on, I think I'm running those hoodies and those hoodies only. I mean, they're going to be a little more expensive because they are made in, made in the USA, which is awesome. Yeah, so they're a little more expensive for the blanks, but still. The quality is there, so they're fucking dope. What and else what, are we working what's on? Better than made in the USA. Oh, dude, right. this this hoodie—that's the best hoodie I've ever worn. Yeah, those legacy hoodies are nice, but they're they're light. They're thin. They're th- this is a hoodie. Yep. Like get your girl one of these, or get one for you, and then make her wear it. You know what I'm saying? With right. no bra. What's up? With no pants on. With no pants on. What's up? Just a hoodie. What's yeah. up? Yeah, that's send, right. Send us a picture. Yeah, if you want. <laughs> <laughs> we're, not, we're not gonna be mad about we're it. We're not making you do anything. <laughs> Um, Maybe for our calendar. What else is new? Any designs coming? Other products? Can you say? We got the XL hats, which we already said those have not oh. launched yet, but they're going to launch this week. The um, Richardson brand, Fathead Richardson's? Yep. Or they'll be launched by the time this comes out. But okay. um, Fathead Richardson's. A couple other hat uh, color, color options that I got coming. We got more Legacy beanies coming with the leather patch. My favorites. Those have been out. I've been get one of those. taking a long time to get here, but they're finally. It's my go-to beanie, man. They don't not, stretch out. They don't like get loose. 
they're not on the way, but there should be. I should be getting confirmation that they're shipped any day. Uh, the Judd hats are back. Big news! Big news! Um, yeah. Did, did Judd get a replacement? Nope. He so wouldn't we, wear it anyways. We got to get him. His is awfully. Ratty. I think he's gonna wear that thing till uh, it just doesn't go on his head anymore. Okay, the Judd hat. Yeah, it's a good color hat. Yeah, cool, man. I know you're working on designs. We got youth gear on the way. Anything like we got, that? We got youth coming up, like um, toddler type sizes, yeah, toddler and size. And a new design? Are we doing logo wear or what? I think we're. I think I got that that logo coming on that with the hoodies. Oh, the, rad! The rad. badge, the badge style, the yeah. badge logo. Yep. So those will be coming up um, for boys and girls. Different sizes. We're going to do all kid sizes, so I don't know what that involves. I just told our guy. All I know is Bubba and ILMA need some new WCB merch. So. Yep. Jensen needs one. Yeah. We got to get the kids decked out in the gear, you know? All right, cool. Well, thanks for the update on the store, Eric. We haven't done that really in a while. We, we do a piss poor job at promoting ourselves. We do. We do, for sure. Um, that's okay. Uh, we'll get out some big news. We expanded. Um, we bought another building. We did. The one right next to us, actually. The one right next to us, and we're building. working on, I mean, maybe there'll be a storefront one day. We're working on some stuff. Um, there's some things coming down the line with Working Class Bowhunter that we're going to announce at the end of the year, but we're working on just making a, a content powerhouse and some things coming on the way, but That's right. um, we're expanding. You know, we're, we're trying to make more opportunities. We're trying to grow. We're trying to evolve, so trying to take this outdoor podcast thing as far as we can in the way we like to do it. And if you don't like the way we do it, that's fine. Yeah. But if you're here listening, you kind of like it. So we appreciate you supporting <laughs> that. You kind of like us. <laughs> um, let's get to some partners because they help us do what we do. That's right. Um, and I think we're just going to run through them. Uh, we don't got to just zip through them, but I think we should talk about them and kind of bullshit while we talk about them. There's a lot to talk about. I, I, I killed another buck. We got to talk about some season updates. Wait, what? The chick up. Uh, you killed another I buck. Did, I did. I did. You're the, tagged out. I'm tagged out, man. I'm just chilling. The the chip update. Doug's not here, so there's going to be some one sided shit talking. Yeah, fuck him, uh, hey, dude. What what's someone say? Fuck him and feed him beans. That's right. I heard that I, on the someone spot. said that once. Right. I heard it. I, heard I say it all the time, but I only said it once. <laughs> <laughs> Eric said it. Um, yeah, man. I mean, the podcast is brought to you by Big Time. That's right. And Big Time. God, oh, man. Joe Humphreys really took Big Time and made it. A badass company um, from food plot seed to supplemental feed to whatever you can do in your state. Food plot is probably, I, I don't think I'd be curious to see what is their number one product right now. I got to think Buck Brunch, the Buck Brunch seed yeah. blend is probably up there. But also, there's a lot of states that can do supplemental feed. There's, that, people, there's states that can bait. So that's true. A, so lot, I bet of, you, a lot of that's going out too. I bet you that's one of their biggest right now is the actual um, feed during season. It has yeah, to yeah. be. It has to be right. I'd be curious to get Joe back in and talk to him about that. But, but you know, you know, Lee and I talked last time we did some ads. We talked about like frost seeding and like I, I always underestimated like the value in that. But man, and I did that the for fir- a plot. This is the first year I actually like put a food pot in. I'd always kind of half ass it before some buck brunch, you know. And I actually took time, tilled the ground, like did it right, leasing it, and uh, yep. like, dude, there's does in there bedded every night. They it's just awesome. wake up, eat, lay right back down. It's cool, isn't it? Frost seeding is the only way, only way to do clover, in my opinion. So easy. Well, if you can get bare dirt, like where we're at, like, so Lee, you live in Iowa. Well, you both got both you guys live in Iowa. Yep. I think your guys' deer density is far greater than what the deer density is where I hunt. Uh, it seems that way, but. Mm. I, I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't say it's crazy different. If I see over three deer in a night in the field, it's a fucking mind blowing night. 
Depends on where I'm hunting. You know, some places where I hunt it's that way. But I just feel like Iowa in general has a higher deer density. Yeah, I did some research at one point. Like, um, don't try and prove me wrong, Lee. I'm on. You're on my show. (laughs) I'm just saying. I I think (laughs) Iowa like carrying capacity is like 20 to 25 per square mile is what. Uh, See, I have no idea. I should know. That's interesting. Mm. I just don't see a ton of deer, but all as I know is like they hit it. Like and hunting or down. driving around or like on your on your food plot is what you're saying. Just anywhere I have a food plot. Like I, I do see deer on it, but I don't see the density I feel like that you guys mm-hmm. might see. I would say my smaller kill plots, you know, uh, three to five deer a night is probably pretty. Yeah. But pretty I guess normal. what I find is deer come out, hit my plot, go back in, come back out, hit the plot, go back in. Like it's each farm's different. Man. It's hard to it get. Is. Each farm yeah. is different. That's very true. It's and hard I only to have gauge. one food plot. So I don't yeah. know. I mean, I'm just. Yeah. I'm just gauging off of that. too. Yeah. yeah. But. I don't know, man. Frost seeding's the jam. Um, I did the uh, main event plot, and it's looking great. You know, I kind of like hadn't. I seeded it. It grew. I did my thing. I haven't really walked in it till the other day, and I'm like, wow, it's looking good in here. You know, and all the edges are eaten down to the dirt, and I'm like, God, God, let them grow. What are you doing? (laughs) They're hungry, bro. I don't know. Hey, that's why it's there. That's That's why it's there. there. That's the point. That's why it's there. Year round nutrition on them clover plots. That's right. It's there for to eat, right? That's right. And the main event plot. That's what's eaten down the worst. Bad. Especially now, once it got cold, it's like God, it's down to the dirt already. So, but I'm gonna frost seed that and get it in clover, and then plant it in the fall. So, um, if you want to get into your own big, big time goodies, WCB 2022 is the code there. Um, also, Huntworth gear, um, the heat boost stuff is killing it right now. And there's right now, at, listening to this, there's probably a Black Friday sale going on. Um, what are you rocking for heat uh, for uh, Huntworth? What camo? You tarnin? Um, yes, it is. Tarnin, not the shit. It's the shit. I have both. My heat boost is Tarnin, though, so that's what I'm running right now because it is chilly. In it is chilly. The heat boost fits nice, huh? It does fit Dude, nice. Have you been wearing the vest? I Oh, you bet your bottom dollar I have. Dude, I, I actually kept out my heat boost vest, and I kept out the, the hoodie, and I'm going to... Because I'm tagged out. I'm, gonna, tagged I'm wearing out. that as clothing attire, <laughs> not just hunting gear. Normally, it's just hunting gear. Right. But daddy's drinking. Scent control don't matter when you're tagged out. No, I'm just looking good. And you can only see <laughs> my arms. looking good. <laughs> no chest. You can see my arms and my head. And some people can't even see my neck because my beard, you know? It's just like I might as well even got a ne- neck tattoo. Because so. <laughs> I've actually been doing a test because the one spot I've been hunting is literally 1.1 mile in mm-hmm. in the timber. So it's a long-ass walk straight through timber. So I'm like sweating my dick off even when it's 20 degrees out. <laughs> yeah. You just put so, your zipper down. Oh yeah, then my okay, my dick won't sweat off. Just walk in there with your dick out, <laughs> my little baby bird out. What's up? I'm here to show it. <laughs> What's up? It's my baby bird. All these big bucks, better look out. So it's I've been tough. carrying all the heat boost in my pack and then putting it on when I get to the stand because I sweat so fucking bad because I'm fat and out of shape, you know? Hey, what's up? I, I'm with you. That's right. Slap that belly. That's right. Um, if you want to get into your own uh, baby bird overheated nest, uh, get, <laughs> get on Huntworth and use code WCB15. I don't know if companies like when that we do that. That was a hell of a promotion. <laughs> that was. Listen, ain't nobody else doing it like we're doing it. Absolutely. I'm telling you. We believe in it. Absolutely. Eric wouldn't have talked about his baby bird if he really wouldn't have been sweaty going in there. And he wants to keep warm. You, you got to get dry, then you put your heat boost on. But yep. the heat boost vest is probably the spotlight product of this po- podcast right now because it's nice. And the pockets are always in the right spot. That's the best thing about it. See, and that's what I've been doing. I've been wearing my uh, base layer. Mm-hmm. To the stand, my base layer uppers. Mm-hmm. I'm not just wearing my base layer lowers, you know, to the stand. Yeah. 
not looking like a string bean out there, but that's a move. My base layer with the vest on, walking the stand, money. Yeah, no, that's the shit. I'm with you. Huntworth is. I, I feel like they're becoming more of a household name, you know, kind of as shit goes on, but. I feel like they need to be looked at a little harder by guys that are 100%. wearing other brands, like especially in the Midwest. Like you, you guys need to be considering that, especially for the price. Like it's just people are missing out on that. So code WCB fifteen for Huntworth. Um, scent Crusher, um, Scent Crusher is an ozone scent eliminating company, as you should be aware. Closets, Ozone Go, Room Clean, uh, whatever product you really need. Um, Ozone does work. I don't really think there's a debate on whether ozone actually works or not. I think it's how you de- no apply debate. it. I did see something in our group, people asking, how do you eliminate elastics being ruined by ozone? That's the thing. Ozone does ruin elastics. It does. No matter what brand you, you can't use. Avoid, you can't, avoid can't do it. Here's what I do. If I have an elastic like straps on bibs or an elastic waistband, I pop them just outside the zipper of the closet or the gear bag, the roller bag, and then I ozone it. You just It's just the little things you have to do. Yeah, you're getting 98% of the fucking clothing. Yeah. It keeps you from having to wash and dry your clothes every time something happens. It gets dirty. The only time I really wash wash my hunting clothes during hunting season is if they're soaked. I don't even care about blood anymore. If they're soaked in mud or they, something like that, or just so bad that I have to wash them. I let blood sit on them, all that, and I just ozone it. Yep. I pull my elastics out of the zone. I wash mine quite a bit because I sweat so bad walking in, but... Yeah, I just ozone it. I went on a, a pheasant hunt last week, and that's the only time I've washed mine so far this year because I was like, yeah, I got all sweaty and you yeah. know, some bird scent on there, so which I, I probably could have ozoned it, but I figured I might as well wash it. But. Yeah, I hear you. I, this way I roll, been rolling. You know, I smell like buck a lot. And you're tagged out. So it worked, right? When I was tagged out, I just washed them with regular detergent. Just <laughs> fuck it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Smell like a flower. <laughs> yeah. Smell- I, took a, I took a shower with my clothes on. What's up? That's Tide, baby. Oh, yeah, an Old Spice. <laughs> uh, it, it it does work. Come on. What are we debating that? Old Barn Taxidermy, man. The shit. Best company in the biz as far as taxidermy is concerned. G2 right. Forms. Um, they even do meat processing now. So what else do you want? That's what I said. Go there. Tell them you listen to Working Class Bowhunter. One stop shop for a free mount. One stop shop. Um, you say you're a WCB listener. Tell them they're the fucking shit. They enter you into a drawing for a free mount. What else do you want? Old Barn Taxidermy, mm. Fort Madison, Iowa. Um, the best people in the biz, no doubt, no doubt at all. Um, loophole optics. What are you doing if you're not running optics and not running good loopholes? Ten by forty twos. You can run whatever you want. Just run them. They're good. They're the best. They are the best. I really do enjoy. I use my loopholes every time I hunt. Like, you know, we use all our products every time we hunt, but I use those the most probably. Feel naked that's, without them. That's the one piece of hunting equipment I use all year round. They're always in my truck. They have to be. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Even when you're cruising around, looking, just seeing who's out in the fields. and Oh, yeah. I mean, you see a random field with a bunch of deer in it. I'm pulling over, pulling out them loopholes and see what's going on out there. <laughs> I love that, Eric. <laughs> loopholes. <laughs> Even my wife's vehicle has binoculars in them. You never know. Loopholes? Yes. You're vague when you said binoculars. Yes, loopholes. They have loopholes. So I hope it's Absolutely. loopholes because you have a loophole to add on. Yeah. yeah, we're about to beat the shit out of you. And <laughs> Fight me! About to bring Doug back in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fight me! <laughs> Trophy line. You see the new pack? The new hip pack? Thigh pack? He oh, probably yeah. hasn't. Have you? No, I haven't. <laughs> Ew, let me show you. I, I, 
You know what's funny is like nobody tells me anything, Sean. Um, <laughs> Where you at? I love Sean. Well, if no one tells you, no one tells me. Because <laughs> well, you know before I do. I only knew because I was sitting here earlier. <laughs> Dude, they have so much stuff. The ES thigh rig. <laughs> I forgot we have a TV up front. You put them on those chunky things, ears. Oh, so my daughter shit, calls the thighs. The chunky chunkies? Those chunky things. Isn't that slick? Can I get two of them? <laughs> one for each side? Yeah. One for each butt cheek? That's right. That's right. Uh, use code WCB. Get on Trophy Line. Check them out. Uh, spy Point Trail Cams. Man, the Flex. Killing it. Killing it. Killing it. Uh, Camel Fire Revolving Deals. It's on there. Always expiring, but it gives you a new deal in like 12 hours. So That's right. What the hell do you want? Get on there. Camel Fire Black Ovis for uh, some Black Friday deals. Novix Tree Stands. I killed my buck out of an echo. We'll get into that story. Let's talk about that. Made in the USA. The fuck are you doing buying painted cast stands? What's wrong with you? To save like 30 bucks? What are you doing? I bought my first Novix this year. And Which one did you a, buy? Uh, the Quiz. smaller one. Hilo? Uh, what's, it, what's it called, Lee? Hilo. Good job, yeah, Lee. Yeah, what's up? Thanks, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> I said on accident. <laughs> Eric? Game changer. <laughs> my Hilo has literally been on my back every time I walk in the timber this year. Because I've been moving around so much, so I just... Yeah. Every time I go in, I'm like, I guess I new stand. So quiet, so easy to hang. It's, it's the perfect size stand, I think. And I'm not just saying that to like blow smoke because obviously they're a partner, but we really do like believe in that. Like, it is the perfect size stand. Yeah, it's enough to where you're not dying. Like you're not like shit. I don't have no. I don't have any platform. Yeah. But you know what I noticed? The little trick is, and I did this the other day. I was sitting in a helo. There's that screw on the on the seat. If you just pitch that screw up where it's tilted back just a touch. That tilt cha- it up, right? Tilt it up, right? Yep. So it kind of tucks your butt in that corner yep. between the seat and the tr- or seat and the tree. That just a little bit of touch on that changes the entire comfort level with a smaller platform. Stand and even like too, like because the you can change the pitch of the platform also. Yes. Mm-hmm. So if you're at that awkward like where it's you're feel like you're tipping you forward. feel like you're gonna fall out was i was hanging a helo me and you we were hanging and i didn't even know that you could do that and i was doing that i was like i'm gonna get this perfect because I, I did one helo as a preset i did one echo as a preset yep. and then i have a helo always ready to rock in the truck and i was fucking with the the platform adjustment yep and i heard lee at the bottom because it was presets and this was in the middle of the summer so i had my ranger right up there and we're just hanging and he's like oh i don't know that what i'm like you didn't know this nope. Those are sweet options, too, in case you got, like, an angle tree or Absolutely. something. My yeah. whole life, I've always hunted out of cheap Walmart stands. I didn't even know that that was a thing yeah. with a quality tree stand. Yeah. Yeah. So you do that, and then you can adjust the seat And then to adjust your the seat. That thing's like a fucking lazy boy, Next if you level. ask me. Next well, level. I was sitting there in that stand, that, that same set the other day, and I'm like, God, I'm fine. I feel like I'm kind of leaning because this tree kind of pitches forward. I'm like, what am I doing? I just adjusted the seat a few threads. And yep. I'm like, oh, dude, night and day difference. <laughs> night and day. Night and That's day. difference between all day sit and about a two-hour sit. It really is. It yep. seems dumb. It seems silly, but it makes a significant difference. So. Uh, if you're interested in that, on a stand, code WCB22, get yourself into one. Uh, a lot of these products we're going to break down in the story. Victory Arrows, Hitting Hard, uh, Rip TKOs, what I'm shooting. Eric's drinking. I was taking a drink, sorry. I'm shooting the SSs this year. They've been smacked. What are you shooting? I'm on the VAP SS. First year with them, and I love them. I was going to switch to those, but I'm like, what What for? You know? Um and dialed archery new to WCB family new to the game in archery actually yep um use code working class get yourself free shipping before you get into a dialed archery site uh, American made 
product right there with good people behind it. Scott Bach and our buddy is one of the names behind that brand. We got to get him in studio yet. That's the, that's the goal. We're supposed to have him in a month ago, but they're just busy trying to get things on the up and up, which mad respect to them. And we appreciate if you go there and support them and tell them that we sent you. Choose your frame color. Choose your dial cover. Do you want inside or outside sight tapes? Fucking crazy. So many different options. They also offer, I don't even know what they refer to it as. Let me dial it in here to get it. Oh, I see what you did there. Um, so they offer right there the Mag 3V. So on the single pin, there is three dots on your upright. So there's the single pin. Top dot, middle dot, bottom dot. Right now, we're rocking the top and the bottom, I guess you would say. I don't know. Two two pin, I'd say you'd consider it. Yeah, two pin. Well, see, yep. we're bad with that shit. So we'd call it the Mag IXR. So mine is 20 and about 50. It's like 52 yards. Yep. So that's it's nice. It's real close. So I'd shoot at this 50. So it's cool, too, like if no one has a dot yet, but you got the two pins. So you set your top one. That's the one you're adjusting with. Your bottom one has, then you you walk out till that one sights in. And it's got these pins on the side of the di- where you would spin the dial. So you take that pin and dial it down to your fifty two yard, and that's where you know where that pin is. It's pretty rad, pretty rad. So check them out, dialarchery dot com, and uh, that's going to complete for this episode's partners. Um, oh, one other thing, we got something coming on the YouTube channel. Um, we're real close to launch, uh, presented by Pullback and Let Go, our friends, uh, Jordan Kelsey. We're doing a drink series to teach you how to make some drinks for hunting camp because they have bartenders at Angler's Haven Resort. So we thought it'd be fun to do some videos showing how to make some drinks. We show you how to make Austin's The Lord's Old Fashioned. Um, Kelsey shows how to make a couple of drinks. Uh, one's called The Juicy Booty. I tried to call it the dough and heat in the video. That didn't really go over well. But something, <laughs> something from your, for your girl. Um, but poor little dough estrus in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tank so 69. Spicy. <laughs> so that series is coming. I thought it was like a fun little thing we could do. We get a lot of questions asked how we make like some of the old fashions and the stuff. So that's coming all the way. And uh, sorry, we're kind of long-winded here, but we're just BSing as we do this. Good. Good for it. Moving on, boys. I'm, uh, I'm tagged out. How's it feel? It feels good, man. Like it's, um, I don't know, you know. Like I, I don't have FOMO, I guess, but I'm, I'm kind of like, man, it is. It's nice to be tagged up before Illinois gun season. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I bet. You know, uh, no, it feels good. I hustled hard. The family's feeling it. Family's starting to feel the hunting pressure a little bit, and my daughter's three years old. So every time I go hunting, it was like again we had hunting we had people in studio for two weeks and a lot of shit going on last two weeks busy busy two weeks it's like i need to kill a buck here um i tagged out early all right i filled my first buck tag in illinois you get to kill two bucks um october 8th um out of the saddle that was cool for saddle buck killed early on a cold front it's perfect perfect day right very happy um so got that done and then i was waiting for a couple bucks for my second tag or a specific like size size or better, you know, really mature or 160 or better. Or I had this eight pointer that I had had um, on a smaller piece that I have rights to hunt, I guess would be the correct way to say it, that Lee kind of knew about um, from helping me do some cult scrapes. Yep. So all the haters on TikTok talking shit about Lee's Colt scrapes. So many shit talkers about those. Some New so Balance many. scrapes. The New Balance. This buck, the first picture I got of him was on a Colt scrape. And he hit him frequently. 
He was right. on him. Dude, he hit him up until I killed him, if you want to know the truth. That and natural scrapes he made. But he – and, you know, I don't know if – you know, I know scouting this property because it's my first year on this piece. Like I, scouting this property, I knew that they made scrapes in a certain area. And they we kind of made it to where his, scra- his main scrape, what I would call it, was between two of the Colt scrapes. Mm-hmm. But the first picture I ever had of him was on the Colt scrape. Mm. The rope scrape, right? Colt rope scrape. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm giving you all, all the credit. I know, I know. I'm not talking shit. I just want people to know. <laughs> that the Colt juice was used. That your grandfather invented? No, he didn't. Uh, but I do refer to the one scrape, the New Balance scrape. I call that the Colt scrape. The first one. First one you it's ever first, saw made. Yeah, and that is the one in the video, the viral TikTok of the New Balances, you know, scraping it up. Scraping it up. So basically this buck, I don't even know where do I start the story. With I the, think with the first picture. Yeah, start on putting out the scrapes and go from there. Yeah, because we did those um, not knowing much about this piece or even really how to tackle it. Had an idea, right? You know, like you always have an idea when you look at a piece. Um, but you learn it from there. Yeah, you kind of just dial in. Right. Boot, the outside boots on in. the ground. Yeah, boots on the ground. Um, got the first one September ish because we put them up i didn't even fuck with it for a while i I don't i i very minimal impact yeah unless i have a reason to go in for some reason you know a trespass or something else like i'm do not mess with my hunting ground like a lot of guys go in there fuck around do this i'm very in and out you know very nice about the cell cameras too yeah it is very nice about minimal impact minimal impact so but this picture that i got up of him the first time was not on a cell cam, was just on a normal cam, stagnant camera. Um, That's my term. Stagnant? Stagnant. It is your term. It is my term. Okay. What's up, baby? I subconsciously hey, used it. You might have to replace him with Doug. Dude, you're doing better. You're doing a great job. Keep it up. Keep it up. You're doing a great job. Brownie points. <laughs> yeah. Doug is like slowly fading off into the darkness. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I got a picture of him there and I'm like, oh shit. But you know, it's like a smaller piece. I'm like, he ain't going to be around much. Like it's a fluke type photo. Hard horn photo. Yeah, that time of year, that's right yeah. after Velvet Shed. So it's like, you know, are they, is he just is coming he staying through? Is he staying here? Is he passing through? Yeah. yeah, and there was a couple other good bucks, too, and some smaller bucks. I'm like, yeah, a few years could be cool. That's neat to see. Um, and I kind of had, I kind of just, like, blasted cameras to just learn this piece as I could. And when I go in and out, and very selective when I check cameras, the stagnant cameras and that. And just throwing them up in random spots, really. And it actually turns out the random spots that I put cameras ended up being the best spots that I end up putting cameras. So That's why you put cameras out. I, dude, I've been preaching this. Guess and check never hurts anybody. And admit it. I don't know. I'll probably get nothing here. Put the fucking camera there and try it. Tr- put it. Hang a stand there and try it. You'd be amazed. The spot, the fringe type spots, I think that I won't see deer are the spots I see the most deer. Yep. And I've realized, like, I've gone from going deep into a piece and fucking around deep into a piece to only hunting edges of pieces. Right. I came across that this year. There was an old tree stand that's been on this farm ever since I hunted it. I'm like, that is the dumbest spot for a tree stand. Like, why would anyone put it there? It's there for a reason. And I'm like, okay, I I bought a mower this year. Like, I mowed all the way around the field. I'm like, I'm just going to put a camera here for shits and grins. Every fucking deer walks by that camera. Yeah, to get to my piece. Deer naturally are fringe animals. I really believe that. Yep. And but you know that being said, one of the cameras I hung in a random spot is in the middle of this piece. But that's where they're bedding. 
They're coming out of the bedding to this camera, and that's where I'm getting them. So I just happened to find that spot and had a cell cam. I had a flex there, and there's a massive scrape. When I say a massive scrape, you always hear the truck hood method. I could park my truck there, and then there'd be scra- I'd park it inside a scrape. And I'm like, I got to put a camera here. Got to. And that popped up like mid-October, yeah. early October. Yeah. So I'm like, cool, put this here. And that's between two cold scrapes. So um, you like that? So I put that one flex camera there, and I'm getting deer popping out of what I would consider their bedding. And bedding is a blanket term, side vent. I hate when guys are like, I don't know if you guys get bothered by this. This is one pet peeve of mine. One of two I'm thinking of right now. Yeah, there's a doe bedding area in there. Oh, yeah, there's a buck bedding area in there. How do, Deer bed wherever the fuck they want to bed. I don't, And you can argue me on, argue me on that. Yes, they might generally bed over there. I've watched bucks bed from the tree stand in the most random spots just because I've it, seen them bedded in the middle of a field and they right. change pick, where they bed based on the wind. A pick being filled, right. I see them bedded right in the middle. So I just feel like when someone's like, yeah, that's a doe bedding and we don't go over there, I'm like, well, you're boxing yourself out of some potential of you're an opportunity idiot. to kill a deer. You're an idiot. I don't say that. <laughs> I don't think that. But I do think there are, are spots that big mature bucks tend to bed in. For sure, the, you know more than a young buck or a doe. But, but to it's be where like, they're safe. The bucks bed there. <laughs> it's like they don't. It's not a fucking Holiday Inn. <laughs> yeah, there's a giant, Holiday Inn for bucks. There's a giant <laughs> neon bucks. sign out there in the timber that says Holiday Inn. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He might bed there thirty percent of the time, but the rest of the time he's bedding in places you don't even fucking know he's bedding. Yeah, right. Random spot. That's why I love guys like a YouTube channel. Like, look at this. If you lay down, you can fucking you can smell his ass, and you can look over there and <laughs> see, see the ins- sees. Yeah, it's like okay, cool. I get your point a I little bit. I want to be one with the deer. I'm gonna lay in his bed. <laughs> but it's like, man, you're being awfully vague on knowing a lot. And they don't they don't stay in one bed all day long. No, I mean they get up, they move a hundred yards, they get up. You know, they're not sitting down, and they're not like humans. They don't bed and sleep for yeah. eight hours at a time. Here's the thing. Unless you're hunting like highly pressured, highly, highly, highly pressured deer, and you're like, I got to get into his bed to kill him six steps out of his bed. Get the fuck out of my face with that shit. That's just so overplayed. Like, what are you doing? Unless you have to do that to kill one, you're bumping deer. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Or you got minimal chances to do it before you kill him. You got like one or two intrusions like that, and then after that, the buck gets onto you, and... Bye bye. But, like but buck bedroom. But generally, what I'm finding, guys make big blanket statements because no one can officially prove them wrong either way. Yep. So they make these snake oil comments, You're 100%. and then people buy it. Yep. Deer bed wherever they want to bed. Absolutely. There, there is common places they bed, but in general, deer bed where they want to bed. Yep. Just like they're going to go wherever they want to go. Yeah, they're wild animals. Yeah, nobody. You're not fucking. Hey, listen, you can't bet over there. there there's a fence here. <laughs> hey, all you does over there. You're not in your bedding area. You're in a buck bedding. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing, you bitch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's for bucks. So bucks s- only. Side rant. Just don't box yourself into that. I feel like that's a problem. I, I think thinking about that. Another thing. Well, I'll get into this. Okay, uh, later. <laughs> later. Remind me. Remind Wait. me. Hey, get in that. Remind later. you of the thing. <laughs> remind me later. Okay. Not now to to later. All right, it's later. So scouting on that had some different pieces trying to figure out how to tackle this buck. So this buck was the biggest buck on this farm, and get pictures of him, and he's a slammer fucking eight pointer, like good twos, good threes, um, you know, good mat, just a good stellar frame brows buck. too, stellar brows, mature. Everything is adding up on this deer, and I'm like, God, it's just so dense in this area. How am I going to kill this deer? So 
as season goes on, I'm actually getting – oh, actually, I saw him. I wasn't getting consistent pictures of him. I sit and I sit in the helo stand that we hung, and I see I have bucks chasing does all over, and I see one eight-pointer, and I'm like, that's an okay eight. But they're like, it was so, so all over the place. I'm looking through the old loopholes. Or, yep, doing what Eric said. I see the other buck with the other eight, and I'm like, oh, shit, that's the buck. So I got him confused. I'm like, is he big or small? Because I was looking at two different deer, but I didn't know it. Right. Had the big buck come in, and I had this stand set in a pinch point, and I, I have this spike come underneath me, and he's, he works his way northeast of me, and I'm watching him. And as I'm just kind of sitting there watching him, I'm like, man, I wonder where that big one went. Like, he kind of, like, just di- disappeared. I didn't know what happened. He's a ghost. Ghosted me. I look up. Where the little buck went, he comes out of right after. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Grab my bow. Mad scramble. And I'm like, all right, here we go. I'm waiting, waiting for a sh-. But he's kind of skirting the outside of, like, my shooting lanes. I'm like, is he going to cut in? Is he not going to cut in? And he just stayed at, like, 45 yards. And I just, for some reason, I did not feel right about it. Like, I probably could have stopped him at 45 and cranked him in a pocket and I didn't, and I kind of just let him go about his way, and I tried to grunt at him, and he didn't want anything to do with me. He just kept moving by. Um, and, and I'll be honest, it ate me alive for about three, four days afterwards. I'm like, man, should I have just mapped him and crank, tried to crank him at 45? To get Hunter there, though. You, yeah, made the right like, you made the right move saying, hey, ah, it's if questionable. It feel right, that means it's not right. It, it just it's didn't right. feel right. And but, but looking back, I sat in that stand the next morning actually hoping he'd be in there again on a hot dough or whatever. And this is like late October. And I'm like, God, I just should I have tried to make a shot happen? Like, and I'm like, fuck, I miss. Did I miss an opportunity on this? So he's a stud eight pointer, like big, you know. And I'm mm-hmm. like, gosh. So it's kind of eat me alive. Should I have tried to make a shot happen? Is that what where you make opportunity? Do you make a shot happen to make your own opportunity? I kind of did that back and forth in my head, but I tried to like comfort myself by saying like listen you didn't do the shot because something didn't feel right so you didn't do the shot so then i went and shot my bow at 40 45 50 just to make sure and i was dead on so i'm like then i made it worse a little bit i'm like i should have shot him yeah but there's so many extenuating factors where you you don't that little limb that is in the arc of your arrow that's right you know you made you made the right call with it and not feeling right that was the right thing to do yeah um because you would have kicked yourself more in the ass something would have happened if you had nicked a limb and wounded him in the ass you're right no you guys are right you guys are right for sure uh and honestly if you don't know the truth i i hunted him one more day and i was like kind of gave him his time this property i'm hunting is not big you know, it's very average size, or maybe below average. You know, I'd say smaller than your typical hunting farm. Yeah, so I kind of I left this deer alone, um, and then Devin and Trey came in to hunt, and I told those guys I actually let Devin hunt there, uh, real in the same stand I saw him out of. I was like, hey, if you want to go there, if you see that buck, like kill him, right? And Devin hunted there one day, and he never actually ended up going back, but. Um, I get a picture of him at night. One night we're here sitting here at the studio. I get a picture of this buck at night in the middle on the middle scrape. We'll just call it the middle scrape. Daylight, wasn't it? Um, yes. So I told Devin to go. No, Devin sat at that morning. Yep. yep. I told him go to back. go back that afternoon, yep. and he didn't. And I was hunting a different property. Because I was here when you got the picture of him. Daylighted. That night. Because I was hunting south like two hours. Yep. And I got a picture of him 
in daylight walking the direction towards the stand. Whether he made it all the way that way, I don't know. But I sent a picture to Devin. Devin's like, motherfuck. So, <laughs> motherfuck. Shit. Yeah. So anyway, a couple of days go by. I get a picture of him at night dogging. That might have been when you were here. He was at night hitting the scrape with a doe. I was here one. You got a picture of him one night when I was here. So it must have been the night that Devin should have sat there. I can't remember. It's all foggy to me now. Every day. Kind of <laughs> you hunted hunted. A lot. I hunted a lot. A lot of sits in a row. You hunted your ass off. Yeah, I did. One night, I get a picture of him at night with a doe. And then I get a picture of him the next morning. Um, daylight. First thing, daylight. Well, no, like three in the morning. First thing, daylight. And then I get a picture of him at noon in the middle. Nooner. On the scrape. And I'm like, he's fucking in there. I got to go in there. What day was this? This would have been the 12th of November. Okay. Yep. So I'm like, he's in there somewhere. He can go anywhere, you know? So what I did, I was going to go to a different property a few hours, two hours south of where I normally hunt. And I'm like, no, you know what? I need to go to this piece. And in my head, I'm like, do I go in and hang a stand in the middle where he's coming out hitting that scrape? Do I go in... High pressure, and there's like snow flurries and cold, and all the conditions are just money. So in my head, I'm like, do I go in? And I was going to go in kind of crazy. I was going to go in with screw-in steps and a helo. Yeah, and you text me, and I was like, man, with this being a smaller property, I was like, risky. It's risky. He's close. You've had pictures of him. He might not be very far. You might bump him going in. Yeah. You know, there's a good chance the way the property sets up, you know, that if he's on a doe or going to look for does that he's going to feed a certain way. Could come by one of the preset stands that we hung. Yeah. So and then from there, you know, and I hopped in the other one where we had a echo hanging and I hop in there and it's like snow flurry and crazy and Trey and Devin and Marcus are all in town. So I go in on the east side. Um, I call it the east side stand. Get in there. It's an echo. Crawl in. And it's kind of like in this. It's kind of a pinch point in a way. Um, a ter- just a terrain pinch point. It's not like a gate mm. opening or something like that, you know. Um, and, and and as I learn the property, I realize it's more of a natural pinch point than than I realize in general anyway. So anyway, I get in the stand. Start snow flurrying. I'm getting settled. Get everything going. I'm sitting there and I look down, look down the, the, there's like a big path and I can kind of see down where the big scrape is, see a long way. which we call the middle scrape. And I can kind of see down in there and I see a deer pop out and run over to my east and I'm, or no, run north uh, to my right, I guess, the way I'm looking. And then all of a sudden I see another deer pop out. I put the loop holds up. I'm like, fuck, that's him. All right. I'm in the stand 20 minutes. Not- I was just going to say, and this is no shit. 20 minutes after he called me and said, hey, I'm, I'm going to head into the stand. And then he shoots me a text. Holy shit, he just popped out. And I'm like, bro, you've been in the stand 20 you timed that right. minutes. <laughs> Good thing you got in there when you did. Yeah, it's almost just like lack of intrusion and just thinking about it. And good thing you played it safe and did not bomb in. I did not bomb in. Because you'd have been hanging when they... I would have been hanging... He, I would have blown him out. Of yep. yep. You'd have been hanging him. when they came out. So I see him and I'm like, are you, you gotta be fucking kidding me. I just, and I, at this point I had maybe been in the stand 10 minutes. Right. But you know when it's like snowing, you're barely got situated, barely got situated, but you know when it's snowing and everything's 
quiet. Whisper quiet. Like you can't hear the highway that you can normally hear from your property. You can't hear. There's no airplane sounds. There's no just dead quiet. There's no people messing around in their yard. It's peaceful. It, you know what? It's snow adds like a dampener and the sound yeah. doesn't really travel through the, the atmosphere as it normally does. Dead quiet. And I, then I see this deer. I'm like, oh, you got to be kidding me already. This is great. And this is early. It's like before two o'clock. So AM. <laughs> I went, I'm in real early. <laughs> so what do I do? I get out the grunt tube. I'm just trying to see if I can get away from his doe. Because he wasn't really like on his doe, but he was with a doe. Do the grunt. I snort with at him and he boom snaps his head and he just starts making a scrape. Just pissed. Dude, a scrape. I should have walked over and looked at it, but I didn't. So um he sat there for Five minutes and just scrape this whole area up right there by where I call the middle scrape, but on the other side of the path. So it's just like insane. I'm like, dude, he's going to make this scrape that he's going to break and he's going to come look for me. He heard that grunt and was like, who, bitch, who are you thinking you're going to challenge me in my domain? So I'm just like letting him do his thing. I didn't grunt at him again. I just let him do his thing. And then he kind of stops, takes it two steps, but away from me. And I'm like, okay. And then he. Snaps his head, looks, starts scraping again. I'm like, oh, this boy's pissed. He's pissed. He's mad. fucking He pissed. was mad, but now he's pissed. He's pissed. Makes that, then breaks, walks straight away from me. I'm like, you got to be kidding me, dude. Cocksucker. So I, I tried one more time. He didn't even acknowledge it. I'm like, all right, I'm done. Put the thing back in my pack. No more. No more grunts. No more snort wheezes. And that's where I think a lot of people make the mistake. Mm-hmm. They overcall at that deer. When they see him going away, you give him that one last shot like you did. Yeah. But I think too many people just rip, rip on their rip, tube rip, nonstop, rip, rip, yeah. and they overcall, and then the deer's like, eh, that ain't I, right. I don't know about that. That's not normal. That's not Or even not. they'll do that till they look. But like if they turn that ear towards you, yeah. they heard it. Yep. So Let him do his thing. Just give him some time. And I wasn't grunting loud at him. Like, he's going to hear this one or he's not. And maybe I'm, I'm assuming he heard it. Yeah. But it was just like, I put it away. So I'm like, all right, well, we'll just see what happens. Because it's early. He might just naturally come this way through the afternoon, you know. So I'm sitting there. A few minutes go by. And to the north, I see his doe loop around. and But she's moving quick. But I never saw him go over on the side of the timber she was on. And she comes around and bolts past the scrape he made and goes back into what I would consider like their cover. And I can kind of see her going. And then I look up and I see him looping around hot to trot. So I don't know what got her running. If he bumped her and then he's like, oh shit, I got to get he's her. probably fucking with her. And then I see him coming hot to trot, falling the same direction. I'm like, ah, they're going into the thick shit kind of away from me. But I can kind of see, you know, because of the snow, if it was, there's no snow on the ground, it'd be really hard to track. Mm-hmm. Because of the snow, I can see her legs coming through the thick stuff. And I'm like, Oh, honey, bring her new, bring her to me, bring her to me. Like this is this is why I have this spot here because it's in that pinch, you know. Right. Terrain features have killed me more deer. Like if they're going to come this way, they're going to go through this pinch. They got to. There's no way for them to go through and you not get a shot at him. At this, That's why that stand location was so dynamite. Yeah, and we knew that when we hung it. And I see her coming around, and what I did real quick just for security, I range where they're coming out. And I'm, and I know everything else is going to be. It's kind of it opens up a little bit out of the pinch, and it, just on the skirt of the pinch, it flares back out. She comes in, and they're moving hot, hot, hot. So I just draw. I'm like, he's going to come out in the opening. I'm going to be fucking ready because I don't want him to catch me. 
So they come out in the opening. I know she's 20 to 25 in that range. Here he comes right behind her. I bet, 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 bet loud because he's moving hot. Normally right. I'm the... He's on that tail, yeah. Normally I'm the guy. Yep. He stops, looks right up in my direction, and frontal. So what I do just to get ready, I put my dialed on him, right on his chest, and he's 20, 25 yards. And I'm like, if he turns, I'm going to crank his ass. So I get it ready. Then he kind of goes behind a branch, and I'm like, oh, you're going to be fucking kidding me. He's going to stop behind that branch. But he, he, I don't think he saw me because it was snow for and really heavy. And I think this is one of the rare, and anyone can argue me this. It's hard to prove. I think the Tarnan with the white breakup it kind of has in it with a snow flurry blended me in. Made you and, disappear. And he was with a doe. Yep. So I think kind of all that. He's focused on you, but he's focused on her also. He's worried about her, but he like wasn't sure if he's seen me or not. But I'm also like, it's tucked and I'm up pretty high in this setup. So I'm I'm in an echo up. Yeah, that stands up there. Five sticks high. And from where he was standing. He has to look real a, high. You were a 30 foot above him probably. Yeah. So he kind of breaks on the other side of this, and he's slightly quartered too. And I'm like, I think he's 20, 25. I put it on his shoulder. like, And, I'm, and I don't mean scapula. I mean slightly quartered too. I'm aiming for my exit to be where his heart is. But, yep. you know, anyway, get him. I don't, even, I don't even pay attention to the deal at this point. Get it on him. I didn't even have to think about it. Just felt good. I felt calm. Squeeze, 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 let go. This arrow hits him. <laughs> Loudest hit I've ever heard on a deer. Thwap. This buck's face, I'm not I'm not kidding. This buck's face hit the fucking ground. Wham! Hits the ground, doesn't even get his legs up underneath him. He bulldozes into this hill, gets on top of the hill, and then I hear nothing. And in my head, <laughs> I watch this buck's face hit the ground. And then when I'm talking from the shot to where I hear nothing is six seconds. Right. And I went oh. Like, it just knocked the wind out of me a little bit. I'm like, that deer just, his face hit the fucking ground, dude. It's like somebody came and kicked his front legs out from underneath them, and he went, boom, and hit his rack on the it's ground. like when you're a kid, you, That's threw one of those, he's you tripped someone with a stick. Yeah. It'd basically just be like, you know when your buddy's going to walk, and you kick the, his heel, yep. and then he falls backwards? That's what he did, but he went forward, you yeah. know, knocked his front legs out. And in my head, I'm like, and I can see fresh snow. I can see his bulldozer marks. All the way up, up the hill, and then on top of the hill, and I hear nothing. And I'm like, oh, you got to be, oh, dude, what? I, oh, what God, just happened? Don't even know what to wrap my head around. And in my head, I, I just don't. I knew I hit him hard, but I'm like, I don't see him laying there. <laughs> and you've been in the stand for 25 minutes. Total. It just was perfect. So, and I'm not going to lie to you. When I got in there, I said something to my dad. I'm like, dad, this buck's in here. Let me see this buck. All right. And then right after, I'm like, you did everything for this buck. I know you did. Papa Dave got your back. I was like, I know you lined this shit up. Like, you just made that fucking work easy for me, and thank you. You know, and Lee has kind of been like the front man on this deer from the colt scrape to the shot. So I call Lee first. We've talked a lot about this deer and, like, how to get him killed and where he's been and all that jazz. Because, I honestly, I would have bet he spent as much time there as he didn't. Yeah. He was honestly pretty random. I mean, he didn't have a heck of a random until the last three days. Yeah. Yep. The rut kind of brought him home, I think. I think so. But I think he was probably there more than we thought. Yeah. Cameras only tell so much. With the cover, I think he lived there. I do think of that. I do do think he did live there. But so 
call you, send some, I uh, send messages in the OGs. I just showed the bulldozer mark. So I called Lee, told him about it, what happened. And then right away in the OGs group, I just sent, do you remember the video of the bulldozer yep. marks? And I say bulldozer marks where he plowed through the snow. And, Easy uh, tracking. Yeah. And then I sent a picture of no arrow on my bow. And I don't think anybody got it. <laughs> Nobody said anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's because everybody else was hunting. They yeah, didn't true. have service. Yeah, everyone else was hunting. Yeah, you called me that night, and I was sitting in the blind, and actually about two minutes after you called me, my number one stepped out, too, and I was like, oh, me and Kurt are about to double. We're, <laughs> we're going to make a drink quick. Figure out. Do it. Do it. We'll kind of delay this. What were, so when I called you, what did you think? So you called me, and like when I'm sitting in the blind, and it's like, man, Kurt's calling me. I know he's only been in there 25 minutes. Either he royally fucked up and bumped the deer, or he's already killed so I answered, and instantly you were like, dude, I fucking got him. It's <laughs> like, no, let's go. <laughs> and I was, honestly, like being along on this story with you, I I was more amped up for you at that moment. I mean, I kept telling you, dude, I'm so amped up right now. This is the greatest thing because <laughs> it was such a chase and a stud deer. Um, and I had deer in the field, actually. I was trying to be quiet a little bit, but you, you can't, you know? Yeah, One yeah. of your buddies slams a, mo- a freaking mega. You can't, you know? Yeah, for sure. But Quick work, a, Eric. Quick. He, God damn. Drink straight. What did you pour? <laughs> Gas? Pure booze. Oh. Pure rum. <laughs> no, it's but like, too, like when... There's when, fumes coming off that. Like the core group of guys that we have here, like if they're calling you... At that time of the day, something's up, and you know, and they know you're hunting. You know they're hunting. Yeah, something happened. That's the best thing about our group chat, right? It was like all that shit gets sent. But dude, fuck, what a feeling, man! What a fucking feeling. It's just the best. You know, we live for those couple moments a year. Oh yeah, you live for that fucking thirty-five seconds. You know, honestly, yeah. And it's just, you know, sometimes it just works out perfectly, and it did. But also, it's like. There might be people listening to like, well, it worked out. You did it in 20 minutes. I was like, but it doesn't really detail the fucking hours and dedication and game plan that led up to the hours and days and months, dude. It's yeah, years. Right, right. You know, it's like, fuck, I don't know how much, how many hours I sat in the last week and a half, you know, before that to try and make that opportunity, you know, and, you know, I killed a bucket in October, but, um, you got to get after it when the getting's good. Yeah, I mean, look at that deer I have. He's a giant. I This is the first year I've seen him on the hoof. We're going to get into that. And I've been hunting this deer forever. Right, and that's the thing. It's like it, it can come and go so fast. Right. You know, that deer could have came in, and I got no shot at all. Exactly. You know, and then I would have just been a close encounter. Yeah, he could have came out and hit that scrape. You could have never seen him again. Yep. His doe could have went the other way. Yep. And that's the beautiful thing about you the You better thank that doe. Dude, I think... There's a theory, and they want them off you. That's right. You know? And that's, want I've, them off her, you know? I've said that, too, to kind of myself. You know, when you see a, a buck come in with a doe, I'm like, hey, if you just come over this way, you know, I'll get I'll get them off, off your back for you. I'll prevent the rape. Right. <laughs> the rape. <laughs> I'm a rape preventer, actually. Hey, we all are. I did her a service. <laughs> you know, it's, you know, you take it. You take it. When a doe wants to run a big buck by you like that, it's good. But, but you know what's funny? You know, I call Sam and... You know, this 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 book had some special meaning. Thanks, buddy. This book had some special meaning for our family, you know, and everything. And I called Sam, and Sam Sam knew about this deer. Sam knows about all the bucks oh, yeah. that I'm hunting, you know. And this one kind of held had a big a big shining star on its head, you know. And so I told him like, "Hey, I cranked him the big eight. He's got it." And and I hit him hard. 
I was like, but but then I'm like, but I don't see him laying there, so we gotta go see. It's like, but I don't know if he's dead or not. <laughs> Meanwhile, this Oops. face hit the ground. Yeah. Like, and in my head, I'm like, I know enough to know that if a deer does that at the shot, he didn't he's go any further. Hey, he gonna yeah. be dead. And I didn't keep hearing him run. So, but I just couldn't see him laying there. Right. right? So I get down. Well, I get off the phone with you. I don't know. I called you. Message the group. Everyone's kind of like, okay, Kurt probably shot one, but they're all hunting. So, and you know, whatever. Um, so get down, walk up to where his bulldozer tracks are. And I range it 25 yards, shot him for 20. Didn't make a difference. Put it right on him. Just fuck, dude. Whop. Hammered him. Best shot I've ever made on a deer. We'll say hardest hitting shot I've ever made on a deer. Um, I've shot tons of does. I've never had a deer hit its face on the ground. I've seen it with guns, but with a bow, I mean, you got you got to chili womp a damn deer to get them to just their legs. Uh, chili womp them, huh? Ch- chili womped. His his <laughs> reaction knocked out. the breath out of me. Yeah. So I don't know what happened, but <laughs> he just fucking hit, hit the ground, dude. Whatever happened was the right happen. It, it was the right happening. What it happened, the right it happened. happened. It happened. You freaking slammed his ass. So I get to where his. Uh, and I shoot a 480 grain or 485 grain, so it's not like insanely heavy, but heavy enough to blow through this. So I'm like, oh, he snapped my arrow for sure because the way it, where I hit him, I know I hit him forward but right. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right where I was aiming. And I go up, and it's just bulldozer trails. And I can't really see the blood just because it's all been pushed over. It's all, But I find my arrow. My arrow's intact. Could not believe it. So I think it was like stuck through the, with the fletching on the offside and then just came out as he made 10 fell yards. fell out. And then it's just bulldozer. And then as I kind of like kicked around, I'm like, oh, it's fucking soaked in blood. Everything is instantly. And I go up, get on top of this hill, and there's this ditch. And I'm looking. I'm like, oh, shit. I don't see him in this ditch. And I'm looking. And he got balled up in this like this tree and all its roots that came off the side. And I could just see his twos sticking up. And I'm like, oh, shit, dude. This thing's big. (laughs) So I get down there, and he's just a slammer eight-pointer, man. Just a hog. And I'm like, oh, man, this is bad. He's what I thought he was. Actually, a, a touch bigger, I think, than I initially thought he was. Sure. Yep, I'd agree uh, with that. Um, 13 and eighth inch twos. Big twos, man. Um, I think, I can't remember. Here, I'll, let me check. I can't remember what his longest three was. You don't hear of twos. I mean, 13 inch twos don't happen often. No. You know, I think I've got like one or two deer with 12 inch twos, you know, yeah. let alone 13. Um, He had... Uh, 22 inch beams, six inch brow tines, 13 and an eighth inch twos. Um, his right two was 12 and six eighths, and he had 10 inch threes, mm. and just shy of five inch mass almost all the way through. What were his brows? What'd you say? Uh, six and an eighth and four and zero eighths. That's good brows. Good, good brows. Yeah. Uh, and he had like some character, like he was trying to split his one brow, and he had some stuff he was trying to get, but wasn't quite up, you know, a point, but. Um, he ended up going right about 150 as an eight. That's a slammer. Slammer eight, eight man. Clean slammer. eight. Clean Congrats. Congrats on that one. Thank Cheers, you, boys. Brother. Thank you. So super stoked. You're like the king of the eights, man. I got a 158, a 152, a 155, and a 158 eight. <laughs> all 150. Those are slammer eight pointers. If they were all 10 pointers, I'd be like 170 city. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be the boondog. Dude, my whole hunting career has been showing pictures of eight pointers and dudes going, damn, what's that thing? Like 175? I'm like, nah, he's 155. I'm like, it's an eight pointer. Like, oh, shit. Okay. Oh. That's my entire bar conversation live. You know? 
but I'm cool with it. I'll take it all day. But, dude, super stoked. Trey was in town, and Trey was the only one not hunting. So I'm like, hey, I'm going to come get you. Let's go get this motherfucker. So we went, he helped me pull it out, took he was, some photos. I bet he was pumped. Oh, dude, yeah. He got, like, the full whitetail vibe. You know, right. you get to see a couple big whitetails. Instead of sitting in um, the stand for five The whole minutes, time I'm and, sitting there, I'm just like, come on, Kurt, send me a picture. I know right? you bulldozed that SOB. I know he's laying there. Yeah, did I call you back? I don't remember. Uh, you called me before you got down and just were like, man, should I should I wait a few more minutes? I'm like, I mean, you can to be safe, but I just get we weird. talked and we were like, eh, I'm pretty sure he's he's, he's dead. dead. Yeah. <laughs> I got so Lee was probably the front man on this deer just because you helped me put the scrapes on and you helped me basically every trail camera I put up you were there for the deer. I mean technically he's got history with this deer also. Yeah, right, exactly. And then um, my buddy Todd, um, we kind of share hunting stories on the regular. Todd's pretty close to me, and so those are the two dudes that I probably was in the inside the most on. Sure. And I called Todd, and Todd's like, uh, I was like, hey, dude, I just cranked the eight pointer, and all he said was. You just really know how to get shit done, don't you? <laughs> I just try to be quick. Kurt, don't fuck around. I try to be quick. But I put some hours in on that deer, man. Yeah, you've hunted, you have hunted a shitload the last three weeks, really. Yeah. yeah. A lot. A lot, a lot. Try to be as efficient as I can. I try to get after him. Congrats but, again, brother. Yeah. Thanks, dude. It worked out great. Um, Stellar story. Yeah. Freaking History. slammer buck. Yep. Yeah, I was... Met I was, a lot. Just... So pumped. Awesome. So pumped. So took some good photos, got them cleaned up. I wish I would have really paid more attention to like what I hit in the vitals, but yeah. I didn't. I just everything's happened so for fast. Him to be dude. That much blood where you hit that dead that quick, you had to have heart shot. I always think about mm-hmm. that too. I'm like, God, that was a perfect hit. Like I want to see if I like like where it went through the lungs, if it went through the heart, and then I I'm gutting them so fast trying to get them out of there that I forget. I don't yeah. ever think to look at that stuff. I'm the I same always, way. Like I always think about it. Like I want to check that, but I don't. Yeah, you get them and you're just like, I gotta just get this get done. this yep. done, get out of here. Yeah, I know, I know. And you had to have heart shot him with that dead that quick, that much blood. Where you hit him, bulldozing him like that. I don't know. Yeah, I would think so. But what I think what happened was I think I went through. His shoulder on his, I shot him on his left side. So when I went through his shoulder on the left side, I think I like basically detached the muscle. Cause on the front, I don't know if, if you've never quartered a deer, you don't know. There's no ball socket in the front. Right. So it's just muscle. Yeah. Right. I think I ripped through that muscle and exited out through the heart, like right in the pocket on the right, on the offside. And I think That's what why happened. Bulldozed. Yeah. I think he tried to like run to take a step or, or he maybe mule kicked. And tried to get on his front legs, but Put that so muscle was gone. Front legs. And that's why he hit the ground. Like, his ass end went up, and then his face... Because he has no function of that front leg anymore. Yeah, I think it just... When he went to kick... I don't really know. It just All I remember is his like whole left side going on the ground, and then he just never got back up hey, on his dead. legs. And he died. I but, say, quite frankly... I don't give a shit what happened to him. He's dead. That's right. <laughs> but dude, I'm telling you, is I w- that's the one time I was like, if I were to film my hunts, I'd be with the most highlight reel fucking shot, dude. You know, like just absolutely oops. He- heavy hitter. Ooh, <laughs> hit it. Oops. Just knockout punch, you know. Tink to tink tink tink. But ooh, oops. grenade. But anyway, yeah, it was great, man. Great, great story. So freaking amped up for you. Mm-hmm. Great buck. So my season's done, man. I'm done hunting for the yeah. year. What I'm- about uh? Hey guys, sorry to interrupt the episode. Hope you're enjoying it. We want to take a quick second 
And uh, I got Devin Leonard here actually to talk about one of our great partners at Hunter's Box Club. So you've heard us talk about it in the past. You've seen Clint support on CC Hunt Files. Uh, maybe you've subscribed in the past and got some shirts. Um, if you forgot about it or you don't know what it is, Devin's going to break it down for you. That's right, guys. So we've designed a T-shirt for the working class bow hunter crew, and we're going to give you guys this box for free. All we ask is that you guys cover shipping. Mm-hmm. Now, the episode before, we said that we were going to limit it, limit it to 100. Well, before we could actually stop it, we had 140 people take advantage of that offer. So we now have to print more shirts no matter what. So what we're going to do is we're going to print another 140. So that means we have another 100 boxes that can go out. You have to order before November. and For the end of November. Yep. Yep. Before the end of November. And there's only going to be 100, and this time we have to stop it because we won't have time to print before the next month. Right. Um, and 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 if we sell 100 more, Devin's going to pay for my tag to go on a coos deer hunt in Mexico. Yeah. So I really want to go to Mexico and do this, and I really want Devin to eat his words and have to pay for my tag. <laughs> so if you can help us out with those 100 boxes, it's the price of shipping. Yep. So, guys, what's super cool, this is going to be an exclusive T-shirt designed just for working class bow hunter. Um, Eric, uh Kurt, do you want to talk about the shirt? Yeah, so we wanted to do a kind of like a whitetail camp type (laughs) design. And I was like, it'd be cool to do like a working class bowhunter studio or like a cabin like in the woods and all this. You know, just like the classic hunting camp tradition um, that us whitetail hunters love so much. And uh, Devin's designer's like, well, whitetails are cool, but here's an elk instead. (laughs) And, And it came out. I was like, it's actually super super cool i was like run it with the elk the elk's cool i just killed an elk yeah it kind of fits so uh the design's really cool i haven't seen a design quite like it um so i'm I'm pretty pumped on it the elk is cool it's a good touch yep now guys the only way to take advantage of the offer to send kurt to mexico (laughs) is you have to click the link in the podcast notes if you click any other link it's not going to give you guys that offer and you won't get the t-shirt so click the link in the podcast podcast notes Mm mm-hmm and the t-shirt and box is yours. Yep. One to three surprise item in every box. There's You're, some good stuff in there, too. Yeah, so with, in, in in this giveaway, you guys are going to get the working-class bow hunter t-shirt. You're going to get a working-class bow hunter. And CC uh, Hunt Files koozie. And, yep. And then you're also going to get the measuring tape. The measuring tape sweet. From the working-class bow hunter to tape out your next big whitey. That's right. That's right. Well, thanks, buddy. I'm excited. Okay. H- help me go to Mexico. I feel like I'm trying to win a sweepstakes. <laughs> <laughs> I just awesome. want you to lose this like bet. Like, well, dude, if we buy a hundred more, dude, or- I'm going to lose no matter. Well, yeah, so I'm going to lose Maybe. my yeah because Mexico is not cheap. Unless people just don't want me to go and they're just uh, like, no. A hundred boxes, you get to go to Mexico, dude. That's a good deal for you, bro. Well, I appreciate it. And not only that, dude, I want you to experience Mexico because you're gonna have fun. It'll be a blast. All right, guys, thanks for supporting this. Back to the episode. Hope you're enjoying it. What about homeboy over here? Hey, what's going on with this chip challenge? We're we're neck and neck right now. Mano Imano. Null to null. While we're recording, something could have changed in the meantime. That's true. That's true. Yeah, we're, what are we, a week? Week from this launching, roughly? Yep, a week exactly. One of my favorite weeks of the year is coming up, too. So you guys have both been fairly vague on what's happening. Doug didn't even show up today, so what's that say about what he's got going on? Yeah, I don't know. Do you think that Doug is scared? Doug's scared. Is that why he didn't show up for the podcast? I think he's scared. I forgot we had a podcast, he says. He didn't want to confront me about it. Like, bitch, you podcast every week. What do you think? For four years. (laughs) Do you think he's scared? I think he's scared. I bet you he's scared. I think I'm getting to him. I think he's getting nervous because 
you know, when's the last time he's been this far into the season and not killed other than like during college, you know, in the, in the recent years? Oh, it's it has been a long been. time. It has right. happened. He always kills earlier than this. He does. So he's feeling the pressure. Yeah, he's feeling the pressure because he's like, God damn, we only got two good weekends left. Eric is Under pulling pressure. him into deep water. I am. You can you can capitalize on this, Eric. Does, does, does Doug know I had how a to game hunt plan late from the from the beginning, brother? Does Doug know how to hunt late season? No. So you, well, I don't know. <laughs> no, I, well, just go with it, Eric. With the, no, with the no, bow. Fuck no, we don't. With the bow, that's the biggest trigger. There is, you know, that that gun adds an extra hundred and twenty yards of advantage. You get, you know, late season with the bow is not easy. This is a not bow easy. bet, not a it's gun a bow bet. bet. Yep. And your tag's good late season, but it's got to be killed with the bow. That's right. So, Eric, really, if Doug gets desperate into deep water, you could kill 140 and 135. And I was real close uh, Monday. To how big of a deer? He was probably 140-inch eight-point. You would have done that? Yep. He was looking good. He's getting my heart pumped. I picked out this new spot. It's it's like an old sediment pond, Mm -hmm. like years and years ago, but all these... uh, Cedars grew up in it. Mm. So I set up on the edge. I'm like, there's a clear path, like, down in the ditch of the pond, in between the the berm, I'd say the berm of the pond, and the cedars, clear path. I'm like, I'm going to set up on the edge of this. It's this triangle patch, like, sediment pond. I get up in a cedar. I love hanging stands in cedars, by the way. They're the shit. They're so the shit. hidden. Oh, so hidden. And they're cozy. So, like, I get in it. I'm, <laughs> and it exactly. Smells like, good. It smells and, nice. and you get kind of higher because you can use some of the limbs as, like, sticks, you know? Yeah. So you can kind of cheat a little bit. So I sit down. I'm like, I thought they were going to come from the other because there's a path on, on each side of the berm. So I'm kind of in the middle of the berm. Wind's perfect. And this buck comes in. I could hear him coming. I could hear him drop down into the, into the sediment pond. And he's making a scrape. I can hear him. Leaves are real crunchy, you know. I'm like, oh, there's a buck coming. So I grab my bow. When he comes in, I can just see his left side. Good A-pointer. I'm like, sweet. And he's working his way right down to me. And he turns and looks right at me. Two-thirds of his right side broke off. Just snapped. Clean off right after the two. I'm like, god damn it. God damn it. Shit. And he... you know, he comes He comes into 30 yards. I'm like, God, I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> you thought about it. I thought about it. I like, I'm, I'm like, I shoot a thumb release. So I'm like hooked on, ready to pull back. I'm like, a few more steps and you're dead. He makes those few more steps and turns and looks at me. I'm like, why? Could you imagine if why? you shot that deer not seeing his oh, right side? Oh, I know. And then I you been get pissed. up to him and you're just you're like. texting Doug all cocky. <laughs> I, just, I just shot a good one. You're I just fucked. shot an eight. <laughs> Oops. Oops. I shot a four, actually. <laughs> four and a nubbin. Like, he had his two. Anything after that fucking snapped oh, off. Oh, no shit. Yeah. I'm like, God damn it. Why? Oh, what a bummer. Heartbreaker, dude. Yeah, but you also had another deer, though, right? Yeah, so this big one I've been talking to, I've had on camera for the last... Hold on, hold on. The deer that made you cocky for this bet? I'm not saying you're cocky, confident. 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 Yes. <laughs> Simply yes. <laughs> yes. How, how big was he this year, you think? After seeing him, 180. He's, he's big. Boy, big. Oops. He big. Yeah. Because you got one shot off of that deer, right? Yes. Yes. And it so was, went out here. And it was 82 inches? 72. 70, no. It was bigger than that. It was 80. 
81 or something. I think I 82 inches. 82, 82 inches. maybe. Yeah. Anyway, so I've had history That's with a this. Slamma. I've had this deer since 2015. He's old. That's old. I've never seen him on the hoof. Like this deer, ever since I got him on camera, I'm like, I want to hunt this deer on this property. Like, right. it's got to happen. So this year I get him in velvet. Once velvet sheds, I don't have a single picture of him. Usually I get one filter in here and there, but usually he moves on to the neighbor's property, which my buddy hunts that property. So like, we correlate like, hey, you know about him. I know about him. Yep. And he's he. My neighbor missed him twice last year. Once with a bow, once with a gun. That guy needs to quit hunting. What's up? <laughs> right. So <laughs> I'm kidding. I always like. Oops. I've been. I've been. I haven't seen him since Velvet. And like after he sheds his velvet, like usually he'll pass through mine, just checking out, to see what's going on. You know. Yeah, you kind of thought he was dead. I mean, I thought. And and well, I'll get to that because I've been texting him. He's running cameras. I'm like, hey, do you? Get, he named him Nine Lives because he missed him twice. <laughs> So I'm like, hey, you got any picture of Nine Lives? And he goes, I don't have a, a single picture of him. Like, <laughs> like he doesn't have him in velvet. He doesn't have him in hard horn, nothing. I'm like. Good thing he missed because now he's closer to you. <laughs> <laughs> right? So, he's like, fuck this guy. <laughs> at this point, I'm like, he's dead. Mm-hmm, right. He probably like, hit he, him and didn't know. <laughs> I'm well, kidding. I don't know. <laughs> no, I just. I don't know, no, it's a previous puncture off the road or, or something. Or you know? like old age or whatever. EHD, coyotes, I mean, you name it. Dude, right. there's so many things that stack against a big deer to get big. It's yeah. wild. Sorry, Eric's neighbor. It was all jokes. Yeah. <laughs> I know he might listen, huh? Yeah, he's a good dude. Oh, shout <laughs> out to you, brother. Shout out to Isaac. <laughs> anyway, so this property I got where um, the cult leader over here came out and put some white pines out for me. White pines? Lee's just trying to get on all our spots. He is. Oh, he he brought just... the white pines out. And I'm like, you know, he just drives around all day for his job, so doesn't do shit. So I'm like, hey. Oh, shit. <laughs> he, he had the white pines. I'm like, hey, you want to help me come set them up? He's like, yeah, yeah, I don't have anything going on. So yeah, I'll come with you. So I'm like, I just right, like sweet. helping buddies be successful, man. Help me trim the tree around that. the stand and did all that shit. So it was actually across. I got a piece where I can hunt on either side of the road. It's the same farm. And usually when the crops come out where we put the white pines. Yep. None of the deer go up there because it's out in the middle of nowhere. Yep, big open. So that's area. where I switched to the other side of the room, other side of the road that is all river bottoms and everything. So I was hunting over there, hunting there for three or four times, you know, seen a couple of scraggly little puke bucks and everything, but nothing big. <laughs> yeah, puke bucks. Forgot about that term. <laughs> puke bucks, yeah. So the one night I go, I can't remember what day it was. It was after work. I get off at one thirty, so I'm like, hey, I'm going to go hunt. I get in there. Don't see shit. Usually the does, this field that I'm in is like known for does to come out and eat. Mm-hmm. So I, the does aren't coming out, nothing. I'm like, I'm going to tickle the horns a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. Just give them a little, little. So I get into it. Okay. Right on the horns a little bit. And uh, out of nowhere. So the, the property, the field, I can hunt the field edge of this property. But down to the river bottoms, this doctor owns, and he's got a path down to a cabin down there. And I can see the I can see the roadway down to his cabin. I give him a little tickle, and here comes this deer. And I I knew didn't even pull my binos up nothing. I'm like, that's him. Oh shit, that's him. How far when you first saw him? Hundred yards. Oh okay, oh, pretty close. That's that's almost ball game there. I yeah. mean that's that's where you're you're almost getting confident at that point. Like, but the yeah. thing he's got to come out. In the open field for me to shoot him. Mm. So he has to be convinced. Yep. So, and he came trotting in. I'm like, and you know, he, the the path he's on 
runs, I would say, horizontal to me. It runs north-south. Okay. But he's got to come west to get to me. So he's on the path, and he starts cutting west. He hears the rattle. I'm like, oh, this is going to be money. He's going to come right out of the field. And uh, all of a sudden, this little four-point comes in between me and him. Mm. And I'm like, oh, this ain't good. (laughs) Fuck. This is not good. Like, he was trotting the whole way, going to come right into me until he's seen this little four-point. Little Y-buck. Y-buck. Splits in between us. I mean, doesn't even see this big dog. And he just keeps running. Just dancing off, doing his little thing. Mm-hmm. And that bit, the big boy just stops. He looks around. And I think he thought that little buck was fucking around or something. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of gave him a little few more grunts just to see what he would do. He stood there, kept looking around. Not going to happen. Not convinced. What if a Damn. really good decoy could have got him all the way in? That's the thing. I thought about decoying that field, but it's so thick on the field edges. I don't. You don't want to surprise him when they get out there. I don't. I don't think he would see it until he got to the field edge, and then he'd be surprised. And I got kind of spooked. You know what I mean? But yeah. at the same time, it might work. I don't know. Yeah, I, I thought about it. Decoys are super. It's either going to work really well or not at all. We right. have no decoy affiliation, but I borrowed a DSD one afternoon this season, and those things are so fucking dope. Oh. They're so dope. So sexy. Podcasting to buy a couple. I think we need to do that. I don't have enough experience with them either. Like, Dude, I had such a money decoy setup. Dude. That I can't believe it didn't work. So just he, didn't, he, he just needed a big boy to come in. I just didn't see up. the deer I wanted to just shoot. Just didn't see the deer. Yeah. He just turned around and went right back where he came from. So in this ground that the doctor owns, he no one hunts it. He doesn't let anyone hunt it. So that makes sense. What is why. he, a pussy doctor? What does he do? I'm just kidding. Don't answer that. <laughs> I, I actually don't know what he does. I just know he sounds like a bitch. <laughs> but anyways, that's why we haven't had any pictures of right. him because it makes sense. So doctor's a pussy. Sounds like yes. a pussy. Bumps. Yes. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, fuck that doctor, dude. Um, Trust me. Well, try getting on there. Well, damn, man. Hard no, huh? Doug would have been fucking eating some spicy ass stuff right there. There's no way Doug would beat you with that. Oh, uh, dude, there's no way. Absolutely not even close. Where are you feeling confidence level with this right now, where we're at? I mean, it's going to be, you know, just before Thanksgiving when this launches. Are you starting to get nervous? No. Mm? Here's the thing. If you guys both don't kill, I think what we have planned is you guys both eat a chip. Yeah, we can do that. Okay. So we're not going to do that, though. He's going to be the one eating the chip. I like You know, honestly, I don't care if you kill. But as long as he doesn't kill, I want him to eat the chip so damn bad. Everyone does. <laughs> so bad. Everybody wants Doug to eat the chip. I, I actually had a conversation with him the other day. I'm like, I can't remember what you're talking about. You guys like, are tired of hearing the chip about the chip. Well, I mean, I'm not tired about hearing a bit, but like, I get a lot of messages a day about like, hey, I've been talking shit to Doug, and, which is rad. Like, I want every, <laughs> everyone just DM him good, and razz There's a lot Fuck more Doug. Team Eric's than there are Team Doug's. Because, yep. like, when shit gets in his head, he gets all flustered and shit. So get direct message him, just give him shit, guys. Tell He's him his wiener's small, too. And shoot, like, a 115, and then, oh, I thought it was a 140. <laughs> <laughs> but then he was like, I'm like, so, like, if, if I got to eat the chip, it's going to suck. He's like... Like, yeah, I know, but I think I'm just going to have to eat one anyway because everyone wants me to eat this fucking chip. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. He's got to win or lose this bet to decide if he eats it or not. Yep. That's what we're doing. We're holding to this bet. This is a bet, and the buildup is too strong to not 
We can't bend on the rules. Nope. And the this, rules are what the rules are. This, this chip bet for outs for you guys, it might be starting to get annoying because it adds some pressure to your season, which is why I don't like doing bets like this. That's why I'm personally not in this bet. I don't do them either. Um, but it's awfully damn lose. entertaining to the rest <laughs> of us. It's damn entertaining to the rest of us. Oh, 100%. Oh, people love it. They eat it up. So here's the thing. I am the moderator. I can't pick a team. Well, you could. I can't. I'll tell you this, though. Doug not being here makes me more Team Eric than it does Team Doug. Come on, Doug. I'm not going to lie. I got a little nervous on uh, Tuesday. Doug have an encounter? Well, he had an encounter with a lady, and I'm like, ooh, that's good luck. And he was supposed to go hunting Wednesday. A lady's good luck? Yeah. Good, good luck for good, him. <laughs> oh, for you. No, good luck for Doug, because when you get laid, you know, that's good luck. Oh, true. You don't ever get laid if you go hunting just like sports. And, you know, we could have a Doug update, um, you know, if he was here. Yeah, but he's not. So let's talk about his girl. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, that's why I got nervous. I'm like, oh, he got laid. Brings that good luck. He's going to freaking go out and kill a slammer. Well, then he didn't wake up in time and ended up going to work instead of going hunting. So Doug's got himself an influencer. Girls Girls will do that to you. Hashtag Karen. Doug's got himself an influencer of the Walmart bow. Whisker biscuit? I bet she's got one. <laughs> Listen, he's distracted now, Eric. Now's your time to get in. This is Capitalize it. on it. I'm calling it Saturday morning. Oh, calling his shot. Saturday morning of this. So by the time this airs, you'll already have a deer. Yep. I like it. So in real time, people, once this launches, by the way, happy Thanksgiving. Once this launches, look and see if Eric's killed a buck. Saturday morning. It's gonna be cold. Better get down that heat boost, boy. I'll be I'll be hunkered down. Don't You'll worry. be sweating that heat boost as we pulling a buck out. That's right. Damn, I'll, be, I'll d- be sweating my dick off. It'll is, be ha- my baby bird will be hanging out all day. Hanging out. Damn, dude, just getting all that fresh air. Is uh Doug gonna be hunting this weekend or is he gonna yes, be he hanging out with influencers? Oh well. He said he was hunting, so we know how that goes. Yeah, hunting for what? Doctor's appointment? <laughs> 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 He's over there seeing your doctor neighbor <laughs> trying to get fucking permission to hunt. They didn't have to have a lot. Q-tip in his pee hole. Right? Hey. Yeah. Yep. Doug will be hunting for uh, antibiotic. <laughs> Eric will be uh, hunting for a uh, Hunt 148 pointer. Big old buck. That's right. And so will that lady. I'll be getting trashed because I've got a big buck down. Is he with another DSG girl? Bless their hearts, man. They're doing good things over there. (laughs) Great products for the lady. Um, Plan B, let's talk about something else. You know what I'm saying? Um... See what you did there, you sly son really? of a bitch. Oh. No, plan B, let's talk about what you got going on, Lee. Man, I think everyone wants to hear this fucking story about Karen. So I talked with Kurt after killing Junk Brow in the year I had last year. And, mm-hmm. and yes. you know, yes. Kurt told me, he goes, not going to lie, Ross and everybody else that I know that has killed an absolute freaking slammer. 200-inch curse. There's a 200-inch curse that next year just absolutely sucks. Um, so 
I really have had a shit of a season. Um, I've got one good buck, and that's about it. He's a mature ten pointer. I've hunted him a decent amount. Um, and I, my, he's a nice buck, man. You're underplaying him a little bit. Oh, he is nice, but um, my number one target is actually <laughs> it's embarrassing. It's kind really of. kind of embarrassing to say. It's not. I love it. Um, but as a doe, um, the property that I hunt and I hunted a lot last year, there is a double throat patch beautiful double throat patch doe who i dubbed karen because last year i did not have a doe tag and every time i hunted her she busted me or every time i hunted there she busted me um had a couple shots at her last year could never get a shot because i didn't have a tag obviously um and this year i made sure i bought a doe tag at midnight like you have to do in some counties in iowa so i had one for this fucking doe named Karen. For this bitch. For this bitch. Goddamn bitch. And <laughs> so she's mo- honestly, like as dumb as it sounds, my number one target is her. She is my number one target. I'm trying to kill her harder than any other deer because she busts herd control at this point. Yeah, and she's educating other other deer and stuff. Um, and I have, <laughs> I really hate to say this, but I've had 11 encounters with her this year under 50 yards and have not. <laughs> 11? 11 fucking encounters with her this year. Every time I hunt this property, I see her. Every time. <laughs> and I've had 11 encounters under 50 yards and have not gotten a fucking shot at her. <laughs> I think because uh, we introduced the lead to the old OGs group on, on the Facebook Messenger and... yep. You know, the whole, we all got bucks, we share, we got all this stuff, but everyone's like, we got to hear the story of fucking Karen, because that's all he talks about. And every night I fucking hunt there, I see her, and there's a stupid story. You talk about nine lives. Yep. She's expired them fucking oh, dude. She's just a bitch. <laughs> she is straight up a bitch. Like, the one night I had her, she came into like 32. Um, another doe was between Mary and her, so I could never get a shot off, and a buck ended up chasing her off. She's like Hillary Clinton. She kills everybody else, but can't fucking get killed. <laughs> <laughs> you can call her Hillary, dude. Shut up. Uh, and last night I was hunting. I'm dead tomorrow, by the way, for that comment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fuck him. Epstein. <laughs> yeah, hey, that ain't me. Um, last night she came in, was coming in, had my window open in my blind, because the property I'm at, I can't hunt with a northwest wind, which you get a lot of northwest winds. Mm-hmm. Um, had the window open, bow in hand. She Ready was at to go. 32, and she needed to step two steps to get into my window opening. And a little fucking button buck came and pushed her and chased her off the damn field. 11 <laughs> encounters. I've had 11. That's hilarious. It's honestly. Hey, talk about the, the chick with the Starbucks that was walking by. The what? Oh. So where I hunt, there's a um a trail that people can walk and i was hunting the other night and there's deer pouring out it's perfect i was actually in there hunting the buck that i call the old man or yeah. karen whichever one comes out um, but they, they uh they they visit each other yeah so frequently. i think she was the first doe to come into heat so um i think he was locked on her and for like four or five days waiting for her to come in mm. um mm. And she's getting back his on, dug her, on getting his dug on. D-U-G. She's back, you know, away from him. He's off doing his own thing. But um, my buck's been on like 48 hour cycles on does. It's pretty dialed. Yeah, I've got it's a small property. It's the same one I killed junk brown. It's 21 acres. And I've got three cell cams and three stagnant cameras on this 21 acres. <laughs> you um, get it figured out. Yeah. So like he hardly moves on this property without me seeing him. But I'm sitting uh, perfect, you know, south wind after a bunch of norths, 
and I'm like, oh, he's going to, you know, it's 48 hours since I've had pictures of him with a doe. So I think he's going to come out and it's deer are pouring out at this point. And all of a sudden I can hear somebody coming and the deer pop their heads up. And this fucking Karen of a human, this bitch, this bitch Karen of a human, um, walking her damn dog <laughs> and the <laughs> fucking field clears. And what kind of dog was it? Some little fucking yappy white thing. Should have lobbed an arrow at it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Don't do that. You can't do that. It's a joke. Everybody that's going to fucking cancel us. Kidding. It's a comedy podcast. Yeah, listen. Look at our category. We're comedy. It's a joke. Just lobbed an arrow at it. No, I didn't say kill it. Add it. It's a joke. Everybody, calm down for fun but walking distance it's like a half mile down to like the next road where people normally turn around turn yeah. around so all the deer are just starting to pour back out and here she comes again and clears the damn field and there's like 15 minutes left and i'm like fuck it i'm getting down is she hot at least uh she was an older woman but was she hot i mean she was an older woman no did you, did really. you pull your binos up to look at her <laughs> no i'm not that far from the trail i didn't need my but was she hot Yes, Kurt. Sure. There you go. She was? No, she wasn't. She was like 75 years old. I didn't ask how old she was. I asked if she was hot. No, she wasn't. I don't I don't think she was. Okay. In my opinion. In your opinion. Yeah. Okay. Um, Just checking. But yeah, and this buck put me through the freaking- Lob an arrow at him. <laughs> I didn't say kill it. I said just scare it. This buck put me through the damn ringer, too. You never said scare it. <laughs> I never said kill it, either. So for the- <laughs> Let your imagination roam, Listen, listeners. It's a big comment. Don't, Don't try and trump it. me, man. Okay, come on. Don't kill it. Just let him know you're there. Yeah. <laughs> it this damn buck put me through the ringer, too. The night that you killed, I really thought we were going to double. He came out, and I... He the came old up, man. The old man. He's, he's a 10-pointer. I think he's, like, low 50s. He's probably 55 or better. You think so? Yeah. Well, hopefully I can kill him. We can find out. We'll find out. My best odds are this upcoming week, I think. Yeah. Last yeah. year, he daylighted like five of the seven days. So You guys get blessed with not having gun season in the middle of the fucking rut. Yep. Not until December, first weekend of December? First Saturday. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Makes sense. But, well, I oh, hope you get him, dude. hope you get Karen, too. I hope I can shoot them both the same night. You're just going to knock out the lineage, man. <laughs> I'm mounting her when I shoot her ass. Can she go in the studio? <laughs> we'll talk about it. I, I, I might bring her over here. Full body. No, I'll do a nice mount, and that way every time I see her, I can just flip her off one No, you need that in time. your home. She yeah. went right next to Junk Brow because she fucked me on him once. <laughs> she had, oh, she did? Yeah. Oh, no kidding. My first first sit for him. How I, big was Junk Brow again? 204. Woo! 204 Yep. Yeah, I'd kill her in a fucking instant. You should put, I'm trying. <laughs> you should put Karen over your guys' bed. <laughs> yeah. Jackie, um, what do you what's what do you think about that? <laughs> right above the headboard. No. That way you guys get to go and she falls off on you and knocks you unconscious. She's <laughs> scared fucking me one more time. <laughs> Can you gun hunt there? Nope. No? Nope. Dude, I, I told them already. I said, I crank that bitch with a and gun. Just fucking crank her. Yeah. Last year I could because I made that agreement with the landowner, but I don't, you know. Yeah, I hear you. I'm going to tell him, if you see the double throat patch, bitch, shoot her, and I'm going to fucking mount her for you. I'll pay for the mount and all your processing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it's, I hope you get her. That's a great story. So the the legacy of the old man and Karen lives on as of for now. A lot can change in five days, boys. Yeah. And this a lot is, can change before this podcast launches. A lot can change. 
you know, for where I'm at, my property, Thanksgiving week's my favorite week because it's a big green field. It's kind of that, like, end of the rut, turning to green. green type phase, and they piss pound this property. So we'll see. Hopefully I can get in here with a, a buck and a doe. Nice story for you guys. I like uh, it. I like it. Well, best of luck to you, my friend. Are you going to return every week because you're replacing Doug? I mean, if I if I, if I've got the invite, you know I'll be here. Would you drive that far just to be here? Yeah, my work territory comes almost here. Almost here. <laughs> Forty five minutes. I mean, closer than you <laughs> where you live. That's true. That's a good point. Hmm. Could we fire Doug? <laughs> if Doug is so tied up with this influencer, hey, Kurt, we own it, so we can do whatever we want. Eric, good point. Doug, you're out. Lee, you're in. Um. That's a good point. I could I could dig it, Doug, in so many directions right now, but I'm not going to. I'm going to be a good boy. I'm on one right now. I'm, I'm becoming more on one. <laughs> he's coming say. on one. He's drinking, and he's amped up because he's tagged out, folks. I'm tagged the fuck he out. You guys like, we, should do another po- we should do a DeerCast podcast after this. I'm like, we have to do those first. <laughs> <laughs> those are not explicit. Here, All right. Here's something for the listeners and for you guys. Here's something I think I'm going to start doing. I'm going to pick this up from another podcast, actually, another non-hunting related oh, podcast. Oh, you're stealing shit now, huh? Um, no, just more of a... You're so thief? what I was going to do is mark the... You're fucking thief. You're I was going to mark our cover art with a explicit content tag on our on our cover art. Like, not not every cover art, but like our show art, right? So like when you click on, on Spotify or, or uh, Apple Podcasts, whatever. Uh, but what I thought about doing, I saw this on another non-hunting podcast... They put explicit content in all caps at the beginning of their description. So when you scroll, you see it there. I thought about doing that and then putting clean on the DeerCast series. So people who don't are not familiar with us. Not everybody's familiar when they discover us. Right. Um, what are you guys' thoughts? Would that be weird? I'm thinking about doing that starting the first of the year. Um, here's the thing. People are used to every other hunting podcast where they're like, womp, 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 womp. And then this we is come how you at, shoot big box. And then we're like, hey, motherfuckers, we're doing this this week. And hey, then they're like, bag. oh, my God. And then they have an aneurysm. <laughs> and then they write us in, like a fucking 1.2 star review. <laughs> they're just too gruesome for my liking. You don't need to say the F word when you talk about deer hunting. It hurts my feelings. My grandfather didn't do it that way. Well, then fuck up. <laughs> fuck yeah. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, all right, cool. Well. Your grandpa was a boring motherfucker, and I bet you never drank beer with him. So how was your relationship? True. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, my grandpa yelled at me and gave me knives and told me not to take shit from anybody. <laughs> it's like, he was basically wanting me to stab somebody. <laughs> That's the childhood I had. <laughs> you know what I mean? Rad. <laughs> he ain't having his lineage be no bitch. <laughs> yeah. Here, when, I, when I was in eighth grade going to freshman year, my grandpa... Said, so don't take shit from anybody and put a knife in my hoodie pocket. I'm like, what, what does this mean? You want me to kill somebody? I knew you were going to a big school. Yeah, I'm like, I was too. I was. Uh, so, hey, man, shout out to him. He's dead now, but thanks, Grandpa. Um, what else? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either, man. Uh, I'm just glad I'm tagged out. I'm excited to watch this chip battle. Thank Lee, you. I'm excited to see you kill a doe. <laughs> That sounds so pathetic. Dude. I just hope Doug's dick infection makes it out. The thing with us is, like, we'd rather see him kill this fucking Karen At than, this point, than yeah. old man. Absolutely. When you bring up old man, everyone's like, no one gives a fuck. Like, like what's Karen's doing? What's Karen doing? I'll tell you this. Equally as satisfying for me. I just really 
cannot wait for when I run an arrow through her lungs and I can finally message the group and I say, hope you don't miss her. Karen. <laughs> he hits a twig and just whiffs. And an open field. <laughs> a button butt comes in and intercepts her. <laughs> like your antelope? Yeah, I like my antelope. I just you hit the neighbor's wait. dog. <laughs> when I can finally message Karen is fucking down. <laughs> How old is this though? I don't know. We have her in I probably will. Um, I don't think she's crazy old. Um, there's so she's, she's got that bitch. Double, she's just a bitch. Hey. She's got that double throat patch, and there's two other. There's actually three double throat patch does there right now. You know, she's like the the breadwinner of the double throat patch fam. The leader. I'm, oh, I'm guessing oh, she's. I figured out she's the cult leader. <sighs> you're right. <laughs> That's I other thought we were going to get through this her. whole podcast. Nah, listen, dude. It's you. It is what it is. Bro, she's trying to pass on that double throw patch cold shit, and she's done it. I almost accidentally shot one last night that I thought was her, but turns out to be her. Wh- how? What a mistake. You burn your tag. <laughs> dude, I would have been so pissed. On a fucking yearling dope at. I was looking at it through my loopholes at 25 fun. yards like, God, is that her? Which <laughs> <laughs> fucking thing weighs 90 pounds. That added so much to the story. Son of a bitch. Hey, guess what, guys? You know Karen? Yeah, I shot her daughter. I fucked up. <laughs> I leave you on the phone with like, the DNR. Do you have any spare tags? <laughs> yeah, Deb tag and buy Yeah. Yeah. Anything? Can I get nuisance tags or something? <laughs> Just one. Please. Anything. Please. I'll buy it. I'll pay $500. <laughs> Honestly, if I fucked up and did that, she'd get my state tag. <laughs> I say you got to use your statewide tag I'd at that shoot point. My buck tag. My any sex tag and put it on her. <laughs> at this point, man, she might as well have a 200 inch rack on top of her. No shit. Some. Sometimes those big old mature does are harder to kill than a big mature buck. There's a the old saying, if you can kill a mature doe with a bow, you can kill any animal on the planet. Mm-hmm. This is the first time I've Even really a like, hunted a doe. I heard of that. Mm-hmm. Hunted you a doe? a giraffe? Yeah. Oh, that's dope. Just one time. Yeah. <laughs> Just one Double time. throat patch giraffe. <laughs> like 62 of them. <laughs> yeah. A lot of patches. Funny story uh, today, Joey texted me from Thermosy. I've been texting him today as well. And he's like, Hey, how's the Africa trip? I'm like, oh, it's good. Like, you're checking in three months later, bro. Figuring like he's seen everything on on social media, you know, but he doesn't have social media. Oh, Joey doesn't. No. Me and Chase were texting him today, telling him to get to the fucking studio. Yeah, so he texted me, seeing how everything was going, and like he asked how Africa was. I'm like, oh, dude, it was a fucking blast. All this shit. I'm like, did you not see our shit on social? He's like, no, I don't have any of that anymore. I'm like, you idiot. So I sent him a picture of the giraffe, and he was freaking the fuck out. Really? Yeah. I needed to text him a bunch of photos or something because me and Chase were like, hey, get here. He's like, well, I I, I need to come hunt next year out in the Midwest. I haven't been there for like 12 years. I'm like, just get to the studio, and then we'll figure it out. Yeah. So well, we got to get him here. Good dude. Thermos yeah, so you got to come out when if they're here. They're a fucking riot. Joey's a wild man. I love. We got to get Joey and Derek out here. See, that's the thing. It's like, yeah, both them guys. They they have been. Um, they're underestimated in the in the WCB family. They are. We've done one at ATA, but we need to do another one while they're here. They weren't at ATA last year, were they? No. Nope. So we're going to be at ATA this year, everyone. That's our first show of the year. If you're going to be there, we have our own media room, the Working yep. Class Bowhunter Media Room. Um, it's room one twenty. At the ATA show in Indianapolis. That is an announcement, kind of. So if you're going to be there, come see us. Stop by and see us. At the media room. We're trying to get some foam board stuff made. If anybody makes foam board media stuff for signage, hit us up. Um, If you do, we'd love to have you come hang out, drink some beer with us. We're trying to have a beer hour. We'll see if the ATA will let us do it. 
If not, we'll just have a beer hour party at a bar. We won't even make it a party. We'll bring our own beer. Here's what we do. We just say we're going to a bar. We'll invite everybody for a beer hour, and we'll all just hang out. Yeah. We can do that. Indianapolis, Thursday the 12th. Yep. January 12th, Indianapolis. If we can't do it at ATA show, we'll do it at a bar afterwards, downtown. You guys know of a bar. Hit us up. What bar? If, if we'll just have a we'll just have a meetup. Yeah, but that's always just have a fucking meetup. Let's do that. Yeah. If you guys are from Indianapolis area, you know any downtown bars? Let us know where we do it. We'll make a time and we'll just go there. No formal stuff or no meeting parties. We'll just go there and vibe it up. Get, it get hammered. Any bar would be like, "What is going on?" We'll see if Doug makes it ATA. Who are all these damn hillbillies in my bar? <laughs> they know ATA. Oh, yeah. yeah, Doug probably won't be there, man. He'll probably be trying to like tune in a Whisker Biscuit somewhere. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Some huffy of a bow. Am I going to make my first ATA appearance ever this year? You should. You want to go? Maybe. You can. I told you, you should go hang out in the media room and greet people and they walk in the door. That can be your you job. be our butler. Greeter. You want to be our butler? Our, door, our doorman? Welcome to the cult. Nicole and Kurt's over there. Eric's he over there. Him a fucking call application. <laughs> yeah, social security number is all you need. <laughs> first, first and last name. Uh, what else we got? Middle initial. Coming in before we get the hell out of here. I think that's it. What shows are we doing this year? Next year, we're doing ATA. We're doing Indianapolis, the Deer Turkey Waterfowl Expo, and then Indy. We're doing. That'd be February. Iowa Classic, Ohio, Wisconsin. We're not doing PA. We're not doing Nebraska this year. Illinois. Uh, um, we're, of course, we're doing Illinois Deer Classic, Illinois Deer and Beer. Um, maybe Deer Fest, depending on what we got going on. Um, so we're doing basically two less, maybe one more than last year. We'll probably do Bonanza again. Yep. Um, that was fun. That shoot was a good time. It was a good time. We had fun. So ATA. Indiana Deer Turkey Waterfowl end of February. And then all the uh, normal March classics. Iowa Deer Classic, of course. Illinois Deer Classic. Yep. Um, other than that, I think that's really it. We're going to do that turkey hunt with the trophy line uh, National Saddle Hunting Day winners. So that'd be cool. We're doing the bear hunt. We're doing a Canadian bear hunt, spring bear hunt. Um, and those are full. We had an open spot for the Wyoming bear hunt that filled like right away. So. Immediately. Shout out to you guys. Um, thanks for the support. Really, we're at the end of this episode. So yeah. thanks for uh, listening to the story of my buck tagging out. It's great. Thanks, Lee, for being here and our new host. No problem, man. I'm I'm amped for you to kill that deer, man. Thanks, man. means yeah. a lot. I got him. Congrats. I'm, I'm getting him shoulder mounted. Getting him shoulder mounted. I got my first one Euroed, and I'm getting that first one's cape done on the Geyerbuck replica shoulder mount, and I'm That'll getting the awesome. second one shoulder mounted. Eric, fuck Doug yeah, at this point. Doug. I'm Team Eric. I said it officially. Oh, here we are. My guy. I'm my Team guy. Eric. I, you know. Doug threw out the moderator role when he didn't show up for this podcast, and I'm saying it now. You have my full endorsement, Eric. Awesome. Thank you. I appreciate uh, it. Um, I'll fly the Team Eric flag with pride and boldly now. Here, I, I chose my side very quickly, and uh, I think I might just buy it. I, I think I'm going to have some Team Eric flags made for the front of the studio and hang them off the front. Sweet. We can do that. I'll make some mounts for them. I like this. I make like four of them, two for each side of the building. You should get a big black you know what, and stick it to Doug's window that says Team Eric on it. A dildo? Yeah, a big black we dildo. Know, hey, we know a guy that can get us one. <laughs> Cole, call him up. Um, yeah, if you can hey, make, We need a favor. Can, can we make flags with your face on them that say Team Eric? Sure. Yeah, you can print anything. That's a very good point. We need a connection with a print shop. 
We had great clothing building. We'll make our own print shop. Yeah. All right. All right. We're getting out of here. You know what to do. Go shoot your bow. Thanks for listening. We love you. search for the one they call king but who will take his throne tune in to waypoint tv's battle for silver saturday may 18th from 12 to 6 p.m eastern presented by abyss battery waypoint tv